Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In Vain Valpurgis Noct. It is a special episode today, as it is the Nerdsmith Subdrive. For those of you who do not know, we are proud members of the Nerdsmith Network. We work with 50 different creators and over, I believe, 16 different shows to help bring you thousands plus hours of entertainment. This is the time of the year where we, as creators, ask you, our listeners, and our fans to help us continue doing what we're doing. Help us create, help us continue to create stories that you enjoy and love. Um, right now, if you go to nerdsmith.org slash subdrive, you can learn about different perks that there are to becoming a subscriber of the Nerdsmith Network. For instance, right now, if you join on Nerdsmith as a sidekick, which is $10 a month, you will receive 50% off Nerd Alerts, which is a special shout out. You can have us read on the air. A 2019 subscriber exclusive enamel pin, access to bonus content from every show on the network, including this one, and access to an exclusive Discord channel on our Discord server. If you like us even more than $10 a month, you can go for a champion reward, which gets all of the rewards that sidekicks get. The f but a free nerd alert, in addition to the 50% off, a metal d20 from Die Hard Dice, which is beyond gorgeous. I got to see a mock-up of the idea today. Uh, a direct digital download of the 2019 Nerdsmith Cookbook, which features some recipes from Dallas, and I think at least one of the drink recipes from our club, and uh, again, the exclusive access to a Discord channel. If you want to love us even more than that, please consider becoming a superstar, which gets you all of the champion and sidekick rewards, including a Nerdsmith mug, which you can keep your uh, Vitae in on a cold winter's night if you want to keep that blood extra hot, or your coffee, whichever you prefer, and a physical copy of the Nerdsmith cookbook. We cannot say how much we appreciate your fan art. We've seen some come out recently, which has been amazing. Um, so thank you for that. We really appreciate your updates, as Chad calls them. Every time you upvote our, our content on Reddit, every time you like a post on Twitter, anytime you share the word, it's amazing. And we can't say thank you enough for everything that you guys are doing to help get the word out about our podcast. Um, if 10, 20, or $35 is too much right now. We do have a minion subscription tier, which is $5 a month, which gets you access to the bonus content and an exclusive channel on the Discord server. And if that just doesn't work for you right now, we totally understand you, just you boosting the signal and spreading the word to your friends and family about in vain and saying that you like the show and encouraging others to listen to it is all of the thanks that we could ask for. So, Go and subscribe right now, nerdsmith.org slash subdrive. I'll wait. I can hold the podcast until you're done to do that. You back? All right. Let's get started with In Vain. Last time on In Vain. And I do hope that your brief meeting with Maximilian wasn't too traumatic. And she looks over at Maximilian and he smiles a little bit. I propose an exchange uh, your father's life for the private investigators. Done. Welcome back to another episode of In Vain Valpurgis Noct. 
I am Tessa, your RPG mom. You can find me on Twitter at Selkie Dreams. And my favorite holiday is Halloween. Hi, my name is Chad. I am Chadlicious on Twitter. And I am the storyteller of this little game. Welcome, listeners. And my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. And hello, Fangang. My name is Shiny Kiwi, uh, also known as V. But um, you can catch me on Twitter at Shiny Kiwi. Now it's Shiny Kiwi on Twitter. And you can catch me at Introverts Guild on Twitch, which is now an affiliate channel. Hooray! Um, where I do different art-themed shows every night. So catch that. And my all-time favorite holiday is Halloween. Duh. Speaking of the Fang Gang, uh, did you guys know that we have a sponsor? Uh, we are sponsored by Die Hard Dice. And if you want to get some amazing dice, because they did just come out with a Vampire the Masquerade set specifically for V5, including a set of uh, Hunger Dice and regular dice, uh, you can go to dieharddice.com and use the code FANGGANG for 15% off your first order. So you should go do that. I'd like to say that the owner of Die Hard Dice is very nice because he gave me a free copper dice when I was at Emerald City Comic or at PAX, actually. Not Emerald City, but at PAX. And he's like, here, you can have this one. And he's also a friend of Satine Phoenix, so that's really cool. All right. So are we ready to play? Always. Hell yeah. All right, so where we last left off, Dallas, you were at Heidi's punk club hanging out with Joe Fisher, the twin sister of Lena Fisher, but don't don't ever bring that up, ever, ever, ever. It's not worth it. And so you spent uh, a few hours over there just kind of chilling out, having fun, talking to somebody who understands you and likes your music and doesn't criticize your clothes or the way you think about things. And she's kind of an all-around cool gal from what you, uh, from what Dallas thinks, right? Yes. Dallas is very pleased with making Joe's acquaintance and is... Feeling a little bit more relaxed than she has probably in weeks uh, on her way home tonight. So you leave the bar and head over to your haven, giving yourself enough time just to like casually walk. You're not have to you don't have to run because the sun's coming up soon, but just a nice leisurely stroll since you're feeling relaxed and it seems like things are kind of going okay for the first time since maybe you've been embraced and you get to your haven and you unlock the door and you walk in and Elsa, what does Dallas walk in on? Um, nothing crazy. Just Elsa, you know, um, talking to the man that robbed her, uh, uh, very early on in the story. And, uh, she's sitting there and she's like, I don't know, rubbing his back maybe and just cooing him and being sweet and, you know, being like, oh, yes, I, I, I forgive you and, you know, just never do that ever again. And like every time like she says that, he like there's kind of like a grip 
on his back and like <laughs> at the bar area. Okay, so you're, we were both are sitting at the bar. Elsa stroking this guy's back. Elsa, you, you find out this guy's name is Peter. And uh, Dallas, you come walking in. You see this. Peter is mortal, and he's he's sitting there at the bar, and he's kind of like he's he's scratching at various like wounds and cuts all over his arms. And Elsa is just stroking his back, and and he seems really sorry and really apologetic. And uh, Peter is asking Elsa if he can stay and atone for what he did. Um, <laughs> uh, I notice. Do I notice that Dallas walking in? Do you want to notice Dallas walking in? Yeah. I mean, it's not that obvious that I'm trying to hide Peter, but I just like, I look up and I'm like, Dallas. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Dallas. This is Peter. Peter waves. Hi, hi. Hi, Peter. Are you okay? You got some cuts and stuff. Do you need someone to look at those? He he pulls his sleeves down on his arm. Says it's it's nothing. It's 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 fine. Okay, sorry. Um, you're busy. You're you're obviously busy, Elsa. Um, I'll uh, see you later, I guess. And she starts heading up towards the stairs, thinking that Elsa's just uh, entertaining her food again. How was uh, Joel? Fine. Uh, it was a good night at the club. Oh, good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and she starts talking to Peter again. Okay, so Dallas goes upstairs and uh, we stay on Elsa and Peter. And Peter, he, he looks like he's, he's kind of leaning in closer to you as you're talking to him. And he said, you know, just um, if you could... um just do what you did again. I I would do anything. Please. Uh, in a moment, but uh, what have you been doing with your arm? I've I told you, like, you know, I, I've been... I don't know, when you, you bit me, it just felt so good. I was seeing if, like, cutting or, or biting myself would have the same effect, and it, it doesn't. Nothing, nothing comes close to, to, to you. Elsa. Would me biting him heal him in any way? It it wouldn't heal him, but he would undergo the effects of the kiss, and that's probably what he's talking about. Oh, okay. Um, So, I'm just gonna shake my head. I was just like, you you really have to stop hurting yourself. I mean, nothing is going to compare to what I did, apparently, but... um, I know that's that's why I came to find you. I broke out of jail just to come get just to come here. I I don't I don't know how what you did or how you did it, but I I I I need you, Elsa. <laughs> she doesn't make that noise, but I am. <laughs> um. Well, first of all. Uh, let me see if we have a med kit in the, uh, the lounge anywhere. Uh, I'm gonna start looking in case maybe Gregory bought one, or maybe we have one, even though, you know, because mortals might be coming to the lounge. I'm sure you picked up a spare, uh, first aid kit. I really don't like holding escapees. (laughs) Elsa's gonna go get the med kit, and she's gonna come back and start, like, trying to like fix up his arm 
Alright, so give me an intelligence and medicine roll. Two, four, 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 three. <laughs> you kill the bastard. No, um, you, well, you don't get any successes at all. So you, actually, you bandage him and it's kind of tight and a lot of his wounds kind of start oozing again. And he's wincing a lot, but he's, he's, he's bearing it because he doesn't want, doesn't want to make you angry and he doesn't want to make you leave. Oh God, what have I done? Um, technically it's not my fault. Uh, she's going to be like, okay, so what do we learn? We don't cut ourselves. So we don't hurt ourselves, right? Yes. I, I won't hurt myself anymore. Okay. So when you leave here. I want you to get something to help your arm and uh, meet me back here tomorrow night and we can keep talking. So you want me to come back tomorrow night? I, You can come back. I, I'll still be here. I have to get this place ready for opening, so I won't go anywhere. Okay, and then will you do the thing? Sure. O okay, um... So I'll just find something to do until nighttime. Fix your arm, and then we'll talk. Yes. He nods. Like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's very late, and I'm so tired, so... I'm assuming he doesn't know I'm a vampire. Uh, not unless you told him. Okay, he just thinks that whatever happened is just by some chance or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend I'm still a mortal. Yeah. He, he reluctantly walks out, but you know, in the hopes that when he sees you again, that you will make him feel good. Okay. Um, is he handsome by any chance? He's, I mean, he's not like a, he's not like a movie star or anything like that. He's not exactly plain either. So he, he's, you know, good, kind of good looking. Minus all the cuts. Okay. So, um, I'm actually going to kiss him on the cheek and then, you know, show him to the door. And, um, we can talk later tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, he really doesn't want to leave, but he's... You know, choosing to do what you're asking him to do, so you're not going to withhold anything. Okay, is is he gone? Is he is he going? Because <laughs> he yeah he reluctantly walks out the door, and you close the door behind him. I'm gonna run to Dallas's room and be like, Dallas, Dallas. What 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 what? Do I have to kill him? What's going on? No, uh, I run up to her room and I'm like, this man. He wants me to bite him more. He doesn't know that I'm a vampire, but he is in love with me because I bit him when he robbed me and he escaped from jail. And I'm the fucked up one? Okay, it wasn't my fault. This was before the masquerade. I hope you understand that because I didn't even know what I was doing. Oh, I mean, that's fine. I just, um... Okay, so you told him to go. You told him to go away, right? I told him to come back late uh, tomorrow's night, and 
I don't know. I felt really bad for him. I don't know. You told him to come back to... I thought you said it was creepy. And you... It... I'm... I'm trying to figure this out. I don't know what to do. I mean, you need to eat. That's one thing. But I... Willingly being... I don't know. Um... Very creepy how he's saying my name. So it's just, I, I can't. Uh, I mean, Viva talks about making ghouls, right? Yeah, you want to make him a ghoul? I don't know. It just crossed my mind. But uh, I don't know what to do. I mean, it's it's so creepy and weird and... It's it's like he's a stalker. He escaped jail for me. Uh, that's so not an attractive quality. Um, I know. Should I should I get Leon to get rid of him, or do you do you think we could do something with him? I'm not gonna do anything with him. It's up to you if you want to. Um. I don't like the idea of making anybody a ghoul, um, at least for me, what you do with your uh, newfound toy is up to you. Well, he's very will- willing, but uh, I it feels weird for me, too. <laughs> God damn it. Um, well... It would mean that you wouldn't have to go out and hunt as much. That's true. <laughs> Why is this funny? I just imagine you <laughs> with a little army of raccoons. It's a cool raccoon. <laughs> just doing everything you say. <laughs> I... Mm, that's... No. <laughs> Amusing, yes, but no. I mean, there's so many to go around here in Germany. I mean, it would be possible. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, anyway, so you've got a potential ghoul. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, it's just a matter of whether or not you want to eat. I don't know. Also, this one is, uh, I don't eat people, so this is, this one's on you. Okay. If you feel comfortable with him, then enjoy and have at. Just be careful not to break the masquerade, and be careful that you don't have a dude that escaped from jail bringing stuff into our club. Yeah, he doesn't seem focused on anything else anymore. He just seems to be focused on me. I need to talk to Verna. Oh my god. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, that's kind of your jam. You do like people being focused on you. A little bit, but this has gone to a whole new level. Don't you think? Uh. Okay, anyway, she's gonna... <laughs> leave Dallas's room, go downstairs, and does Werner have a phone number? You weren't given a way to contact him. Usually it was his ghoul servant would swing by in the car and pick you up. Um, 
I'm going to hail a taxi. I'm going out. Okay. Don't let the place burn to the ground. Literally going to just go to bed. It's all good. What time is it right now? It's a couple of hours until dawn. Where were you planning on going? I was planning on going to the Scholar's Walk to talk to Werner and just take a guess if see if he was there or not. Well, if he's not, you've wasted a lot of time and you'd have to get back to the Haven before sunrise. Okay, I guess I won't go there then. Uh, okay, you want to you just bed down for the day? Yeah, I'll just... Never mind! Sometimes it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission, so I don't know, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I guess that's right. Those are words that Dallas lives by. All right, so you bed down for the day. The day passes uneventfully for you two because you're dead. You're motionless. You are corpses during the day, basically. And I want each of you to give me a rouse check to awaken. Just one. I got a three. Yep, just one. I got a nine. The hunger goes up to two. Right. And Elsa, your hunger does not go up. And since it is a new day, and in the last time we played, you guys had both managed to accomplish your desires, it is time to come up with a new desire for your characters. I think uh, last time Dallas's desire was to deal with the private investigator, and uh, Elsa's desire was to learn more about the Anarchs. You both managed to do that. Uh, when you move towards fulfilling a desire or you do fulfill a desire, it does replenish superficial damage to your willpower. Awesome. I'm back up to four. Yes, you both should have full willpower right now. Yep. I have five. Yep. Okay. So we'll start with Dallas. What would Dallas's desire be uh, for this time? Um, Dallas's desire, I think, at this point in time is to, um, try and find a way to, uh, fund the club's, uh, repairs that are needed, um, that doesn't involve Henry and company. Find a, find a way to repair the club independently. Yeah. And what would Elsa's desire be? That was also something that happened last game was that we either took Henry's favor or we decided not to. And I think both Tessa and I have agreed that we're not going to take it. Right. So what would Elsa's desire be? What is something that you would like to move towards or accomplish that most likely involves another NPC? I had like two desires, but uh, the first one was... um, Going to Werner and learning more about Maximilian, if possible. Seeing what kind of kindred he is, how old he is, where did he come from, why is he the vampire that he is, and why the fuck does he hate us so much? And what was the other desire that you were thinking about? Um, to start going around more lounges and clubs around Heidelberg and... Uh, letting people know that there are no neo-Nazis allowed in this club and start making a big deal about that. Okay. Well, it seems like you're really interested in learning more about Max. So we could do that. And I mean, just thinking about what would be easiest for you to move towards fairly easy. So you wake up for the night 
you both have kind of set in your minds kind of something that you would like to accomplish. And what do you do? Um, I'm going to head out to go get a bite to eat. And then I'm going to um, kind of take stock of where I'm at uh, financially with my what's left of my uh, savings to see what I can afford and uh, maybe go to the library and check out a book on, uh, on uh, electricity, electricity work and see if I can't maybe DIY it. Okay. And what is uh, Elsa wanting to do before Dallas leaves? Um, Elsa's going to hand a slip of paper to Erno. She was going to hand that slip of paper to Dallas and be like, these are the three people that or three company electric electrical companies that I was managed to find last night. And Isa, I can give them to Pita or I can give them to Dallas. Um, whatever is more helpful. And Peter should be coming back tonight. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, but there was a, a, a small thing that I wanted to ask Dallas to do. And I, um, I think we meet it down in the, in the lounge and I ask her, I was like, though, if you're going to the university, could you check on Gregory for me? Sure. I can check on Gregory. I think he might still remember you. I would hope so, but yeah, sure. No problem. Okay. And also just size and, but shakes it off and she's like, Peter's supposed to be coming back tonight. Um, but. And, and Dallas, you were leaving? Yeah. So as Dallas walks out and opens up the door, Peter is standing there on the porch, just kind of like, like rubbing at his arms, kind of shaking a little bit in the cold. And he's, he gets all excited when the door opens and uh, Dallas, you have just enough time to step aside as Peter comes walking right into the club and he sees Elsa and just his face lights up. He's so happy to see her. I, I look like I'm so happy to see him. He pulls up his sleeves and sees that the, he got new bandages and the bandages actually look like they were put on by somebody who knows what they're doing. And he's like, so, so I went to the hospital and they fixed me up like you asked me to, and I'm here like you wanted me to be. And, um, yeah, I, I I'm here. He smiles. Oh, I'm going to, um, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, use, um, my awe, my Oh, you're gonna you're gonna activate awe. Okay, so I'm gonna activate awe and um, you know, embrace him and you know look at the you know his arm and I'm like I'm so happy and uh, bring him over to like one of the lounge chairs and we just start chatting. Dallas just kind of rolls her eyes and takes off. I I wave Dallas goodbye. Hope she locks the door. Yeah, so Paul is... No, Peter. Peter is very happy for the attention that Elsa is lavishing upon him. And so Peter's like, so I, I did everything that you asked me to do. He looks looks at you expectantly. Like a dog. Um, 
and uh which is also what is she's thinking that right now um but she just keeps smiling and she you know pets him and pretends that she's kind of interested and she's like so you would be okay with all this yeah absolutely i'm in whatever it is i'm in it says just one thing that you must do for me also and you don't have to go anywhere, but... Okay, what do, you, what do I need to do? You can't tell anyone what you experience. No, no, never. I, I, I'd never say anything if you didn't want me to. Good, because you wouldn't get any of this if you told us a people. My lips are sealed. Great, and then she's going to go in and take a bite into his neck. Oh yeah, he he shudders in ecstasy as he's overtaken by the effects of the kiss. This is what he's been jonesing for for quite a long time. Oh, I bet. Okay, all right. So you're at hunger one. Uh, no, no amount that you drink is going to slake that hunger unless you kill him. So how far are you taking this? Oh, nah. Just I'm just letting him have this. I'm not going to kill him. Okay, so. Okay, so just enough to, to have him go under the effects of the kiss and you're just drinking maybe a trickle? Yeah, just having a light snack before I have to go out again. Okay. And you lick the wound? Yeah. Alright, so he, he shudders and after you're done he's his his eyes are closed and he just looks like like a junkie that just got a big fix and he thanks you. He's like, Oh thank you. And he's just kinda like moans in pleasure. He's like, oh man, I needed that. Let's cut to Dallas. Alright. Alright, so what were you planning on doing? Uh, Dallas was checking her balance in her account uh, to see how much money she had. And then was going to head to the library to go and uh, figure out what she would need to do to learn how to do it herself. She's pretty handy and she's pretty smart, so she figured she could probably between those two things, maybe figure it out herself. Okay, so all of that, uh, since we're doing, it sounds like we're doing some research, so we need uh, intelligence and academics role. I don't think there's any math involved in this one. No, you can't use your specialty. I am. Anybody else surprised that Dallas has a specialty in math? I think it's just you. Oh, okay. Two successes. Ooh, one's a ten. Oh, shit. They're both tens. So yeah, two tens and a one. So you you critted. Yeah. I crit my research. <laughs> right. Uh, was any either of those tens on a hunger die? So it's a messy critical. Yeah. A messy critical research. So the beast helps you find an electrician? Or a book on do-it-yourself electrician work. I did it okay. Okay, I'm not entirely certain that would make sense. So what I will do instead is, the as you're doing this, as you're going throughout your day, your beast gets a little too close to the surface and you do gain a stain on your humanity. Why would she get a stain on her humanity? That's one option if you do a messy critical and nothing really kind of fits the scene. It's, you know, losing your humanity is all about the beast taking control, and a messy critical is the beast helping, so that is something that could happen if the beast doesn't, I don't know, help you f look through a phone book really good. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So sit on my humidity. Yeah. And so that's fine. We'll resolve that later. But you, you find, you know, you can, you did so well, you can either a, you know, pay an electrician to do this. You have just enough funds to cover one of the electricians, or you found enough materials to be able to do it yourself. It probably won't be as quick and it probably won't be done by a, a licensed and bonded individual, which would make everything more legal, but you'd be able to do it. Um, Elsa would very much like to have an electrician that we paid instead of having Dallas to do it. <laughs> that would be scary. Yeah, uh, as much as Dallas doesn't care what Elsa thinks on that particular note, she's not gonna do it herself. She's gonna, she's pleased enough to be able to hire an electrician okay so we can you know take care of that and you can let's see it's kind of late but you can leave a message for the electrician company and is there anything special that you're doing after that um she's gonna go check on gregor uh gregory for uh Elsa's instructions Elsa's request i should say Right. Okay. So since you were, I guess, doing most of the research, looking on uh, how to be your, you're an electrician at the library, as it is getting close to closing time, you do seek out Gregory and he is there and he's, let's see, he, well, Elsa, what would, what would Gregory be doing right before the library closes? He would be collecting the paperwork for students that have decided to take classes in the in the spring are we in the spring or are we in the fall semester we're moving closer to the summer in this wow i'm way off uh he would be collecting the paperwork for the for the summer students that want to take classes at the university um and making sure that the library is tidied up and um, talking to the other staff and, um, yeah, that's, that. you know, and making sure his office is locked up and all that. Okay. So you see Gregory kind of walking through one of the main rooms with a big stack of papers and folders and things as he's moving towards his office. So she'll try and catch up with him. Um, okay. So you, you get you walk in step with him, get his attention. He sees you goes, oh, Dallas, hi. Hi, Gregory, how are you? I'm fine. How is Elsa? Elsa's well. She uh, she knew I was coming into the library to do a little research and so asked me to say hello for her. Well, that's nice of her. Um, you know, she did, well, a couple of days ago, she did say that she would call me and we'd go out for coffee, but I guess she's been busy. I can remind her. I'll make sure that she remembers. Um, I know that she's been missing you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, putting a, a club together probably is a lot of work. Uh, uh, tell her Christina is fine, too. She's she's on the mend and just decided to stay stay with me for a little bit longer. I will. I'll, I'll let her know. I, that's good to hear. Tell her I miss her. I will. I know she misses you, too. Um but hopefully everything will be all done soon and and uh, just working on figuring out some electrician stuff and uh, 
Hopefully that should be the last of it, and she might have a little bit more time open up. Let's hope so. Or maybe, I don't know, I could swing by the club. I don't know if she'd want me there. Uh, why don't you swing by tomorrow night? I could do that. Yeah, why don't you swing by tomorrow night, say around uh, 9 o'clock-ish. All right, as soon as I close up the library, I could head over there. Great. We'll look forward to seeing you. Okay, well, good. I look forward to seeing her, too. It's And how... How how are the the two of you, Dallas? You're, you're, he's talking to you in a way that you you think he's, I don't know, like he has like some kind of other meaning. Uh, I I'm sure I remember hearing the yeah. So um, she goes, um, we're doing fine, we're doing good. I'm glad. I'm very happy for you. Thank you, and thank you so much for your help with uh helping us with the club. It's really, really appreciated. Right. Well, I mean, if you're, you need some more contractors or some help, I could probably arrange something. I appreciate it. I think I've got this part. I think I've got just enough to cover the electrician, the electrician's part of it. So, but I appreciate it. You've done so much for us already. Oh, well, it's, it's okay. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Dallas is going to lean into that expectation because if, if it's something that at least he feels might be more plausible, then she's going to try and lean into it a little bit so he doesn't get too suspicious. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to do this without you, so thank you. And I'll make sure that uh, Elsa knows that you're going to swing by tomorrow. I know she'll be wanting to uh, be ready. All right. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, he, like looks back at the papers in his arms and says, I have to put these away. No problem. Uh, I gotta get back anyway, but um, it was good seeing you. It was good to see you. Take care. And we'll... Tell Elsa I will bring her favorite dessert. Ooh, I should be really excited. And he says his goodbyes and he goes off to finish up his shift. Alright, so that's Dallas's side of things. What What is Elsa doing? So you, you bit this guy. You drank a little bit from him. He's He's still kind of shuddering in ecstasy. It's almost like he's he's sitting there. Well, he had to sit down because he got weak in the knees. And he's just kind of like, you know, sighing contentedly in the milky afterglow. Uh, I'm going to escort him to the main bedroom. And I'm like, yeah, you can sleep it off. And, you know, I uh, let him sleep there. And hopefully he passes out real soon. <laughs> All right. So you put him to bed. And as you close the door and you start headed out into the hallway, you hear your phone ringing. Oh, can uh, I go answer it? Okay, so you go answer the phone. And it's upstairs, obviously, because you still have to get the electricity and everything sorted out downstairs. So you answer the phone. And on the other end is Henry. It says, Elsa. Henry. How are you? Oh, I'm. Yeah, Hi. I'm doing well. Good. I, I wanted to, to give you a call tonight because I think last night we may have gotten off on the wrong foot. Yeah, I uh, thought about it and uh, I would love to meet Lena and apologize for what I said last night. Um, that, uh, that really looked like it, like it stung and... Uh, I don't want to take it lightly. Well, yes, that that 
if you would like to apologize, Selena, I would suggest that. Uh, the main reason why I called, though, was I, I think I kind of thought about it, and I guess I understand that asking for feeding rights in your domain maybe was a little bit forward of me. So I'm hoping that we can still maintain some kind of business relationship, though. Oh, of course. Uh, we have decided that uh, we can put our own funding into an electrician. Uh, I hope that doesn't uh, offend you in any way. Uh, we very much like to be independent in this day and age. Um, but we appreciate your offer and you are most welcome in in the lounge. Well, I guess... Well, I mean, it is your domain. You do have that right, and I understand. And I did want to say that there's no hard feelings, at least on my part. And to this other matter about you apologizing to Lena, uh, how were you thinking about doing this? I've never apologized to a vampire before. I mean, kindred, sorry. Uh how how would you go about it if you really just poked a bear and wanted to say no hard feelings? So if I had to apologize to Lena, how would I go about it? Uh, I would say on my knees. Uh, mm, yeah, uh, anything else? Well, let's see. Typically, a token of some kind like a steam or a kind or a gesture of alliance friendship something of that nature something giving her something that she needs um i mean of course you know what is it any of us kindred need which i understand uh does she have a preference uh anything anyone that looks pleasing to the human eye I'm not, she's not nearly as picky as I am, but, you know, somebody who, a vessel who's healthy is usually fun to drink from. Somebody who, I don't know, has a particular residence. I think she prefers more of a sanguine residence. I experienced that some night ago. Uh, where would I find her? Hmm. Mostly... If you wanted to, to, to find her while she's out and about, uh, let me see. I think usually around, let's see, tonight, she's on her own. She'd probably be, I don't know, probably either at her haven, which I'm not going to disclose to you her personal haven, or she could be visiting with her sire. Is there a number I could call her from? Yeah, you know what? Why don't I'll, I'll give you her her personal number and you can let her know I gave it to you. And I recommend that if you are willing to apologize to her, that you be sincere. Oh, of course I would not be anything else. Uh, I, the person I fed from felt divine. So, I think I was a little drunk that night. I didn't really mean to upset anyone, especially my own domain as a host. Um, but yeah, I would love to 
apologize to Lena. She's been so kind of us in the past, and I don't want to uh, mess that up in any way. Well, that is to your benefit, because to get on Lena's bad side is to completely ruin your reputation in the Camarilla. I don't think we've gotten there yet. Well, let's hope not. So, so Henry gives you a number where she might be able to be reached. Uh, what are you going to do with this information? You have, uh, you have somebody in mind, somebody that you fed from the other night. Uh, how are you planning on going about this? Uh, hopefully to find him and then bring him back and then, or call her, find him, bring him to her and apology. So sorry. Okay. So did you want to find him and then call Lena or did you want to call Lena and then try to find him? Let me try and find him first and then call Lena. Cause if I don't find him, I don't want to piss her off even more. Good plan. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all this is going on while, while Dallas is doing her research at the library. So you go back to, where are you going to find him? Back to the club where you saw him first? Yeah, back to the club where I saw him. Hopefully he's there, fingers crossed. Well, he did say he was a regular there, so that's a good bet. So you go there and you are looking around. It's a goth club, so these are your people. And you're actually, like we said before, you're a scene queen. You're kind of famous in the goth scene. So people see you. They're like, Elsa, hi. Good night. Good night. How are you? Hi. And then, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I like doing gothy things with you. And and you're looking around the club. And you, you know what? You do see him there. Uh, Someone says, hail Satan. And I'm like, hail Satan. Um, yeah, and I approach him. Okay, so how are you going to approach him? Um, I'm, I'm making him up. He's very tall and, uh, probably, like, one of the tallest people in that club. And I'm just gonna, like, poke his arm and be like, hello. (laughs) And so he turns around and he sees you and he kind of remembers the last time he saw you. I mean, it wasn't unpleasant, but it did make him feel pretty weak for a little bit of time. So he sees you, oh, the hey. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. And, you know, he turns around and there's actually like a, like a little a very petite goth girl, like, hanging on him basically. And, you know, he's, he's looking pretty happy because, you know, he has that that uh, sanguine clot so he's very very sensuous sexual being overtly so so you know he's having a good time and you say you know how are you doing he's like i'm i'm fine how are you oh i'm doing so well right now um i was wondering uh i'm going to a party to uh perform uh and give a demonstration of uh at my new clubs that's opening up just a few blocks down from here and uh, they uh, I don't want to go alone so I was wondering if you and uh, this beautiful lady would like to come and uh, maybe maybe watch me perform there and I activate dot the other girl or, uh, you activate also before you 
you awe that this the petite girl is giving you the stink eye, but you're activating awe and you're trying to persuade him to come with you. Is that right? Yeah, and I'm gonna persuade her to come with me too. And I do I recognize her? Did I ever like talk to her? No. Um yeah. Nameless face in the crowd. So give me a charisma and persuasion roll and you get to add your presence to that. Don't forget the hunger die. Three three nine one six four. So you got two successes. That's about enough to convince him. It's like, yeah, sure, that's fine. The the girl is not convinced. She's just like, uh, why do we want to go to a club that hasn't opened yet? We're already at a club. It's a pretty good club, by the way. And she's kind of still eyeballing you. I just smile at her. I'm like, well, I'm going over to someone else's club to demonstrate for my own, which is going to be opening in a few weeks. And, uh, you know, I would love to have you there. What's your name? Who you say that to? T-Girl. Greta. Oh, it's such a pretty name. My name is Elsa. Uh, You might have seen me perform. Maybe. Maybe not, but... She she says, I know who you are. Oh, good. And uh, she looks... And and she she tightens her grip on uh, the guy's clothes. Hmm. Edgar, did you want to go with me? I mean, he's, he's... totally and completely focused on you because your charisma has become supernatural. So he's, yeah, sure. I'd like to hear you sing. Okay, good. Well, maybe you can come back later and, uh, you know, see Greta again. Yeah. So he, he like looks down at her and he's like, I'll, I'll be back later. It's okay. She, she kind of like gets mad at him and walks off in a huff. Good. Um, she doesn't say that, but, um, because if she didn't walk away, I was going to activate Dawn and make her get the fuck out of there. Um, but yeah, so, um, I wave goodbye to everyone and then we leave and I go back to my own club and, you know, tell them to have a seat and sit down while I call Lena. And Okay. And as you're doing this, as you're walking with him and getting to the club, he has a different idea in mind. So he's, you know, he's got his arm around you. He's squeezing you in places like on the shoulder things like that are you letting him i'm squeezing him in places too (laughs) okay well there we go so he he definitely thinks you have some kind of ulterior motive oh definitely um yeah so so you you get back to the club and make him sit down and you call lena Mm -hmm. so the phone rings and lena answers and it just simply she says this is lena Athena, hi. This is Elsa. Hello. Hi. Um. How did you find my number? Henry gave it to me. I, uh... Wunderbar. Wunderbar, right? <laughs> um, nervous. Uh, so, I wanted to apologize. I was... Not in the right mind uh, when you came over with Henry and Sophia. Uh, And uh, I wanted to bring a friend over so I could perform at your place. Uh, But yeah, uh, 
I I was hoping to come over and uh, apologize to you in person. Uh, that is my way to make it, you know, seem that I am very genuine and sincere of what I've done because I am not a good host if I do not apologize to my own guests. Well, I'm not currently anywhere where you could perform, but uh, if you want to apologize to me in person, maybe I could meet you somewhere neutral. I am at my club currently, uh, so there's no one else around. But if you want to meet somewhere else, I could totally do that. Will you guarantee my safety? Absolutely. Alright. I can come over for a little bit, but I... I will hear you out, and then we will see what happens. Oh, it means the world to me is that you are coming over. Uh, I will see you in a little bit. And she hangs up. Um, <laughs> if Elsa could give that oh, that sigh of relief, she would. She, she just kind of leans on the wall. She's like, oh my god. My god. <laughs> and... And I'm just thinking, Edgar is sitting there thinking to himself, she's inviting a friend over. All right, everything's coming up, Edgar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she kind of, you know, she she giggles at Edgar. She's like, yeah, my friends will be over uh, shortly. Uh, meanwhile, and then uh, Elsa's going to get on, like, the little stage that they have. And she'll, she'll start singing for him and activate awe, or already have awe on me. So, yeah. All right, Ed, sure, let's roll for it. So give me a charisma plus performance roll and add your presence. So for you, that's nine dice. Oh, I'm sorry, and you're singing. You have a specialty in that, so that's ten dice with your awe active. Holy crap. It's like me talking animals. Seven successes. <laughs> Any crits? No. <laughs> uh, seven, six, 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 nine, eight. All right, so you you sing, you sing well. You sing your undead little heart out, and it's boosted by your presence. And Edgar at first thinks it's kind of weird that you're singing for him in some kind of rundown, you know, club that isn't even open yet. But he stops wondering, and he's just entranced by your voice. And Elsa, you even get kind of lost in the music. I'm assuming as you sing. Yes, uh, the song is about morning but in a beautiful way and um friends long gone friends coming anew and yada 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 and okay so you 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 sing and you sing uh maybe a couple of songs with that theme and like i said you're kind of enraptured by your own voice i'm assuming so when you stop you see there's edgar there just kind of like sitting there just staring at you mouth open and behind him by the door you see lena is there and she's just standing there motionless and a single blood tear is trickling down her cheek and she is enraptured yes okay yay great um and when when you stop she kind of shakes herself out of it and wipes her face and she's that was that was beautiful Oh, uh, Danka, um, didn't notice you there, but come in, come in, close the door. Oh, she does, and 
you know, Edgar is there. He he sees Lena walk in, and Lena's Lena is attractive. Elsa is way more attractive, and Edgar is v- a very happy man right now. <laughs> God, uh, yeah, I. Elsa even notices one single tear rolling down her own cheek and she just kind of wipes it off as well. Like she comes down the stage and uh, she stands there in front of Lena and uh, she's like, I don't know what came across me the other night, but I do apologize for upsetting you in such a manner. Um, uh, I hope that we can still on be good terms and uh, have no hard feelings going forward um, and forget whatever happens that night. And then I kind of motion over to Edgar. <laughs> she looks over at Edgar and looks back at you like, what, what are you getting at? Oh, I uh, decided to bring him over for my performance. Oh, he's a gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. I, uh, looks, looks over at him and he's just kind of like lounging back in the chair. It's like, Hey. Oh no. <laughs> poor, poor honey. And Lena looks over at you and says, do you have someplace more private? And I, uh, point upstairs. So she takes him by the hand and, and gently leads him upstairs and they're gone somewhere. Yeah. I, Ed, I like, I like feeding on Edgar, but like that, this is her, this is her apology gift. So I let them, uh, have, you know, let her do her thing. And I'm also just downstairs waiting. Cause I did ensure her safety while she was here at my club. So I'm keeping watch and uh, just making sure that no one tries to get in, get out, or yeah, just get in. Okay, so this this is going to take a little longer than expected. So Dallas, what are you doing? Um, let's see here. After I've gotten my information and um, yeah, I'm, I'm heading home because I want to give Elsa a heads up um, that. Gregory is coming over tomorrow and I want to stem any sort of arguments because um, she feels like Gregory is an asset to them and wants Elsa to, to be able to maintain a connection that Dallas cannot with her own dad. So, Okay, so while Elsa, you're, you're waiting in the downstairs and you're waiting... And you're waiting. You're like, good lord, how long does it take to drink from somebody? Dallas comes walking in. Uh, I before she says anything like loud, I'm just like, shh. And then, um, because uh, I don't want to alarm Lena in any capacity, so I'm just like, I brought Lena over and I bought her a gift, so she's feeding upstairs, and I ensured her safety while she is in our club. So, uh, welcome back. Thanks. Um, I've got the electrician on lockdown. I have just enough to cover it in my savings. So um, I called and left a message with the company, and they should uh, hopefully be getting back to us soon. But I think we'll be okay. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, thank Danka. Uh, Danka. <laughs> um, no problem. 
And um, Gregory is good. Um, Christina is doing very well. Uh, she's staying with him for a little longer, but seems to be doing okay. And um, I need to talk to you about something, but I'll wait until later. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, at, at this point, uh, Peter comes walking downstairs. Oh, Oh wait, Peter was <laughs> He looks a little he looks a little groggy, like he just woke up from a nap. And he's coming downstairs and he's while he's walking downstairs, he's kinda looking back behind him curiously. And he said Who's humping in the other bedroom? Um uh, don't don't worry about that. Uh it's just another uh person, uh, uh a friend of ours, uh hopefully. Um but yeah, uh, no one you need to worry about. Uh, come here, darling. And, um... And he immediately makes a beeline straight for you. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, Elsa is, like, somewhat liking the attention. She likes the attention. But the way that it all played out is just so strange to her. Because this has never happened before in her life. And, um... Yeah, she pats him on the back and she rolls her eyes when Dallas and her eyes meet. And um, she's like, yeah. Uh, um, so, and then she looks at Dallas. Did we want him to meet the electricians tomorrow? Or, because I can make him do that. I, I think you could, if he... If you can ask him rather than make him, um, if 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 you wouldn't mind doing uh, us a huge favor, Peter, uh, you want me to meet with let some electricians in? Yeah, yeah, we are trying to get the electricity on in this place, and uh, you know, you know, as people do when they're opening a new club. Um, we would appreciate it if you could help us out a little bit. It'd be so wonderful. And she starts petting him. It's like, yeah, sure. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to. Oh, wonderful. Um, and she's like looking up at the ceiling like, gosh, she takes forever. Um, but this is an apology gift, so whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, we would so appreciate it uh, if you'd be so kind, Peter. Okay, and he is more than happy to do that. He will agree to let them in and, and tell them everything that, about your wishes, about getting the wiring hooked up. You're going to get an estimate and all that good stuff. And as you are relaying your instructions to Peter, eventually uh, Lena comes walking downstairs. Well, she, she comes, you see her out on the landing and she comes downstairs. She's staggering a little bit. She's got a half smile on her face. Like her shirt is like half open and it kind of looks like she put her clothes on just kind of like haphazardly and her hair is all messed up and she's got, you know, like a little bit of blood on her lips and says that. She looks over you, Elsa, says, Elsa, all is forgiven, Elsa. Come, come here. Come here. Bring it in. She hugs her. <laughs> yes, they come in for a hug, and she is, you know, Elsa, the way you were the other night, she's got that even more so. Like, she's just, like, tripping over herself. She's giggling a little bit. She is definitely feeling the 
the the severely intense humors that were in that man's blood. I I hug her back and then notice that she kind of tripped while she was trying to hug me, and I'm like, "Well, let's just have a seat here so you don't trip yourself." Um, and then she's sitting her down and fixing her up a little bit. <laughs> as you're doing that, as you're sitting her down, like of course you know you're you're got your arm around her and you're trying to sit her down. She leans in and she tries to lick your face. Oh, okay, <laughs> so funny and. Um, I look at Peter because I know he's fucking confused as all hell. Uh, just a friend of ours having a good time. And um, uh, don't tell anyone, okay? So Le- uh, Lena looks over at Peter and says, Elsa, you didn't tell me you had a ghoul. <laughs> he doesn't know that. Um, he, yeah, he, uh, he's going to be at uh, our scene for the opening night. <laughs> so funny. Um, oh, good. You might want to tell your ghoul that uh, I went a little overboard when I was feeding and he has to get rid of the body. Uh, yeah, vegan, totally. Oh, wow. It it was so wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad you had a great time. Is he still uh, freezing? Oh, no, honey. I drained him dry. Oh, fuck. Lena. <laughs> I just like put the face on my palm on my face and I'm like oh, yeah. Peter looks horrified it's okay Peter she's just choking just ch- choking did she kill that guy what What the hell's going on no she didn't Luna. Um, she didn't kill anyone it'll be fine and um, I still have and Lena's like, oh no, I killed the hell out of him. <laughs> I. Wee! Alice is gonna catch Lena. <laughs> I. God, I'm gonna call Henry back. <laughs> I'm gonna call Henry. I have no one else to go to. <laughs> so while Elsa goes upstairs to use the phone to call Henry, uh, Lena leans into you, Dallas, and she looks up at you, smiles, and says, You smell like raccoons. Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> you should save them. Make coats. You'll make a fortune. Maybe. Maybe. So, Elsa, you go... And Peter is still has no idea what to do. So, he sees Elsa go upstairs. He's going to follow. And Elsa... Okay. That's, that's better than him running. And Elsa, you call Henry, and the phone rings for a little bit, and picks up. This is Henry. Henry, uh, you know, Alina's here, and it's fucked, and she loves him, and uh, dead body, but she's drunk, and I don't know how to get her home, and uh, you're the only one uh, that really knows her. I don't know if you know her sire, but uh, I don't know what to do. She's trying to lick my face. Uh, yes, um, what the hell did you give her? I gave her something amazing that I will never have back in my life, in my own life. Uh, a very sanguine human being. Uh, and I will never have that again. Um, she keeps telling the person, um, and I look at Peter and I shut the door and 
uh, just is there and I'll be right with you and I shut the door and uh, she killed him and I didn't know she was going to do that but all is forgiven so this is bittersweet well I'm happy for that and where where are you I'm back at my lounge and there's a dead body on my bed well I would recommend you get rid of it I have a person who who might be a potential ghoul, but he doesn't know. He's not all so very sad. You know what I mean? Wait, what do you mean potential ghoul? Has he drank your blood yet? I've been drinking from him, and he's obsessed with me. Okay, so that's a no then. Um, if you want to make him drink your blood, that would be good. That would you know, satisfy the masquerade. Do what with the masquerade? Satisfy the masquerade. Okay. Uh, so how would I do that without him freaking out? You said he loves you. Tell him this is what you want. Uh, okay, I'll try. Works on mine. Okay, but what, what about Lena? What do I do with her? I will have a car brought around, and when the car arrives, just help Lena in there, and they'll take her someplace safe. She can sleep it off. Ah, oh, danke, Henry. Uh, yeah. I was not expecting this. But you will owe me. Of course, Henry. A small favor. A small once is the amount of this. Uh, yes, I'll have this new person ghoul, uh, take care of- I- mm. I don't know how to get rid of a body. <laughs> Time to learn. Anyway, I will. I'll have my men bring a car around. Uh, good evening. Uh, good night, Henry's. Danke again. <laughs> and he hangs up. Ugh, I open the door. Ha, ah, Peter! I would love if you'd done something for me. Uh, okay. Is it call the cops? No. Because I don't want to. Good, because I'm not going to do that. No, no, I'm not. I'm not telling you to call the cops, am I? No. Okay then. And then I go back downstairs. I um grab a shot glass off of the bar, and I cut my arm and I pour some of my blood into the shot glass without Peter seeing. And um, maybe I don't know what. Peter's given some serious side eye over to Lena. She's like kind of giggling and. And talking to Dallas about raccoons. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, um, yeah. I, I, you know, have a nice amount of my own blood, of my, is it Fente? Vite. 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 Vite, Vite, whatever. So I'm gonna bring it over and I'm gonna go to Peter and be like, Remember how you felt so good when I bit you? Yeah. I want you to do the same for me. You, do you want me to bite you right now? Well, no, I have some of my own blood in this glass, and it would make me so uh, flustered, to say the least. Uh, you know, just so you don't have to be like an animal and bite me on the arm. So, so you want me to drink 
that which is your blood. Yeah, and we could be connected in a way, since you never want to leave my side, right? And I caress his cheek. And if I do this, I get to stick around and you get to do that thing again? Absolutely. Uh, He looks a little conflicted, but he takes a deep breath and he he grabs the glass and he just kind of, you know, like like squeezes his eyes and pinches his nose and starts drinking it. And after he's done, he's like that. He's very surprised at how good it tastes. Yeah, I know, right? He's like, whoa, yeah. And then Lena is just giggling some more. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. Elsa is just like internally face palming right now. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and and so Peter's looking around and he's like, do like, no, but seriously, is there like a dead body upstairs? Because I could get rid of that for you. And then that's just what Elsa wants to hear. Finally. And uh, she's like, absolutely, darling. And um, she pats him on the cheek and she points to Elsa and she's like, Henry will be bringing a card around. Got it. No problem. So we just have to wait. All right. Good. And Lena gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> she's she is not acting as prim and proper as she was at Elysium. She is hilarious right now. And I am just I'm just really glad that she's just having a great time. And I look at yeah. Actually, Dallas Dallas can notice a couple of, you know, like deep in there, like some echoes of Joe. Yeah, she's she's making a mental note, but is keeping her mouth shut. And Peter goes upstairs and he starts doing whatever he he does to get rid of dead bodies. And uh, let's see, are you waiting for the car to go, come around? Yeah, I am waiting for that car to come around. And also, does he really know how to get rid of a dead body? Or did he just say that to impress me? Well, we'll have to find out. He's not done yet. Anyway, so speed things up a little bit. So the car comes around. You two gently usher Lena into it. She sits in the back seat and she she's like expressing undying love for the two of you. <laughs> and she's very... Very happy to have been here and tells you, Elsa, it's like if you find anybody else with that kind of spark, just call me. Oh, I feel, darling. We're like besties. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. Yeah, she is so out of it right now. Yeah, and so it it takes a little bit of time to get Lena into the car without her banging her head or, or crawling back out. You close the door, wave as it drives off. And then you go back into the club and Peter is dragging a large thing wrapped in wrapped in tarps and plastic behind him. And he says, so I'm going to go out the back. I'm going to deal with this and I'll be right back. Make sure no one finds it, please. He looks over at you, Elsa, says, this isn't my first rodeo. We're good. Oh, good. And he goes out and disposes of the body. The second the door is shut, Dallas turns to Elsa and goes, that doesn't make me feel any better. 
I know it doesn't fix make me feel any better, Issa. I'm acting. This is what I do. I got uh that was filed, and she took away it's the best thing I've ever drank in my life away from me. I am so upset about that, but she's forgiven me and everything I said the previous night, so for good. And uh yeah, I guess he's my ghoul now, so Okay, so um, order of business uh, that I didn't want to say with Lena here is uh, Gregory is coming over tomorrow night around 9 o'clock so you can actually have a relationship with your dad. So we need to make sure it's just the two of us and Gregory, okay? You know, he can be your dad too. If you want him. He's a very accepting man. I gathered that, um, considering I'm pretty sure he's convinced that we're lovers. And it may be better just not to disabuse him of that notion. Sure. Whatever you say, sweetie pie. But I don't feel comfortable with him coming over here. I mean, Leon nearly killed him last time. Leon won't be here. Fine. <sighs> we have to make sure he's safe when he comes in here, so... Absolutely, and, but you can't keep hiding him from you forever either, or that'll be even more suspicious. You're right. You know, what Lena says about the uh, raccoon jackets, coats, whatever, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm not making raccoon coats. For, Germany is overrun with raccoons, and I'm sure... The only reason why there are raccoons in Germany in the first place is because people were making coats of them and then they escaped. I am merely assisting the local fauna by removing an invasive species. If that's one way you want to look at it, sure. The Infane Podcast is a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. Visit nerdsmith.org for all of your nerdy entertainment needs. Hey, Ellie, um, I have some hypothetical questions for you. Okay, hit me. Do you like monsters? Yes. Do you like dating? Uh, yes. Do you like constant fear that your date may turn into a werewolf and devour you? Yeah, I mean, it's the only way that I get aroused. Wow, I have such good news for you. What? There's a podcast called Monster Crush. No way. That I feel like you may really like. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Oh my gosh, where do I listen to this? Well... Right now, you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, or the Nerdsmith Network. However, in the future, I am looking into a microchip that will be implanted at birth. Wonderful microchips. Listen to Monster Crush! Monster Crush! <laughs> that, was a, that was the good take.